Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. I wonder how you experience life. Is it for you a burden? Is it something that you find weighed down by? Is it something that you find is full of rules that you've got to obey? and full of things that you've got to be, and lots of people that you've got to please. I think life can feel like that sometimes. Um, And as Christians, I think we hope that we'd like to escape that. Um, But I think the reality is often that we don't, and that somewhere along the lines, our lives become about pleasing others. They become about fulfilling our own standards and the things that we like to set up as little markers in our lives that uh, will make us feel validated and will make us feel worthwhile. I think we all we all do this to an extent, or if we don't, I think we often react against it and we say, you know what? I'm just going to be authentic. I'm just going to be, um, I'm just going to be myself. And being myself means that uh, I'm going to ignore these standards that are set up all around me, and I'm going to rebel against those and say, you know what, my life can't be fixed, or um, the problems in, my, in the world around me cannot be fixed. And I think that those attitudes both lead us down the wrong route. In the Bible it says, Jesus says, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden and I will give you rest. And I think that stands in opposition to a lot of our experiences. I think we often feel like God wants us to do so much. And I think it's very easy to read the Bible as a list of do's and don'ts and it's easy to look at that and either think look at all these areas where I'm succeeding and where I'm checking the boxes or alternatively look at all these areas where I'm falling short where I can't measure up or maybe where I never will measure up and I think if you live like that it's not the the life-giving way that Jesus would want you to live would want me to live or anyone to live because at the center it ceases to become about relying on Jesus and in the end it becomes about what I can produce and what I can make of myself it's like the idea of the the self-made man except it's put in Christian terms and made instead I'm a self-made righteous person instead And that is completely the opposite of what Jesus wants us to think. In that same passage around, um, I think it's chapter, chapter 11, verse 25 to 29 of Matthew, around that same area, um, Jesus, first of all, praises God that he is revealed 
himself and his truth, not to people who are wise and intelligent, but to children. And I think that's very interesting because if he had revealed himself to the people who were wise and intelligent, and those people were the ones who, in that context, uh, were very confident in their own abilities and in their ability to understand God's revelation and who God was, and they were confident in the scriptures, they were confident in their own performance, then God would have to assent to their behavior in revealing himself to them. It would be rewarding that kind of behavior by saying, you know, I'm going to reveal myself to people who think they are self-sufficient and who can do it all by themselves. And actually, instead of doing that, God reveals himself to uh, to children, to people with a, a childlike mentality. And I think that mentality is one of openness. It's the opposite of a mentality where you think you are, you've got it all together, you've got it made, you, you have all these systems in place to live this successful, righteous life. And I think it's really important that we don't, we don't honour the former, but we honour the latter instead. That childlike mentality that is basically openness to God and an acknowledgement that we need him. Um, I think it's also kind of innocence in coming to him that, you know, we recognise that he's good and we just come to him and we don't live with all of these pretenses and all of these little um, little things that stop us coming to him actually wants us to be open. At that time, the Pharisees and other religious leaders of the day had overburdened people with whole lists of very heavy, cumbersome regulations and ways of getting to God. And in another place, Jesus describes it as, you know, they've, they've missed the way of righteousness and they've also thrown away the key so that other people can't find the way either. They were missing the point and Jesus doesn't intend for us to be like them. And he goes on to say that, in summary, all of that revelation of who he is comes to us in a form of, in a form of dependence, in a form of trust, and in a way that he reveals himself to us rather than us, by our own cleverness, being able to discover him. And that's not to speak against rational thinking at all, um, but we need to recognise its limitations and we need to recognise our limitations. The way of rest is to be able to trust in Jesus to work through us, not to trust in our performance. And that way, though it sounds countercultural, is the way that we find rest in our Christian lives. We no longer rely on our own abilities, but we rely on God to do what he wants to do. And that will bring us fullness of life. And it's a position of trust, because if God doesn't come through for us, then nothing will change. And I think we really do fear that if our own efforts to keep ourselves in check and be righteous and tick all these boxes fails, then we'll just go off the rails. But actually, entrusting ourselves to Jesus will give us the life that we are looking for. When he says, take my yoke upon you, 
he's referring to the way that cattle used to plough fields where there'd be a wooden bar that would grow across their shoulders and that would keep them ploughing in line, going in the same direction. Um, and other parts of scripture reference this in relation to burdens that are too heavy to be borne that are being placed upon the people by the leaders. But Jesus has said the opposite, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And that is what our experience should be, or at least should be becoming. I think this really speaks to me on many, many different levels. Um, and as I studied this passage, actually, um, there's a lot of different directions you could take it in. But I think one way, one way that we can think of it is that it removes the need for pretense. It removes the need for pretending to be something that we are not. Instead, Jesus promises to relieve us of our heavy burdens, burdens of trying to perform, trying to be something, something that we're not and something that we may never attain. And instead, he will work in us and he will change us and he will make us into the people that he wants us to be. It's easy to become weary with our own standards and the standards of the world around us. And that's okay, because that's the natural way to feel. And actually, it's probably how we should be feeling. And this isn't to say that God won't make us righteous. Actually, it shows where our trust should be um, in believing in the source of righteousness. That source is Jesus, and it will come from him. It will not come from just us trying harder and harder and getting more and more frustrated that things aren't changing. Actually, the source is Jesus, um, and it always has been. And as we trust in him, he will show us the way to go, and he will change us. And it doesn't really matter how far along your journey you are with God, if at all. I think it is attractive enough for us to look at this and see that Jesus promises us rest, that he promises us a different way than the way that we've been experiencing. And I think for me, that is really why I've produced this beacon in this form. Um, I think normally my, my intention is to plan everything out very clearly and to say it. But I think on this occasion, actually, God was saying to me, just, just say it, just do it, and God will work through that. And I think sometimes we just have to entrust our performances to him, however sprawling they might be and however imperfect they might be. But Jesus is the one that brings rest, and I trust that he is the one that will do his work um, as part of the process of giving up um, my own self-righteousness projects, as many of us have. And it is a humbling experience by its very nature, because we're putting our trust in Jesus. We're not putting our trust in ourselves. And I'd encourage you to do that. Um, and I think the process begins by acknowledging that, first of all, he will relieve our burdens. And secondly, by looking at our lives and saying, you know, how, how do I experience my faith? Is it 
just a constant list of duties and burdens and things that just feel heavy to me that I hate to do, but I feel like I kind of have to do? Or is it joyful? Is it, is it life-giving? Are my, is my heart changing? Um, is, my, is my love for God increasing? Is faith expressing itself in love towards others and towards God? I think these are the questions that we need to be asking ourselves. And I really do believe that as we entrust ourselves to God in everything that we do, that he will come through for us every single time. So let me just pray for us as I finish. Lord God, we entrust all of our performances to you, all our intentions where we want to be seen as good to ourselves and to others. But Lord, you've come to relieve the heavy burdens that come about as a result of our self-righteousness project, of our selfish desires to seem better and our good desires to be better. But Lord, we know that the real way to achieve that, the real way to bring that about is through your power at work in us. And God, I do just give this to you um, as your work. Lord, I pray that in each one of us that listens, you will work your mighty power in us and relieve us of the burdens that we carry and show us the way of real life where we find joy in you and trusting in you. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.